What is up? Welcome back to In My Non-Expert Opinion. I'm your host, Chelsea Reif, and this podcast covers lifestyle, travel, manifestation, and entrepreneurship. Last week, I had my guest Marley on. We actually did a two-parter where one part was on her podcast, Rose Radio, and then we talked about my story on my podcast, and then we actually had her boyfriend come in and answer questions as well as the guy that I'm seeing answer questions on text. So that's what this podcast podcast is about, is part two of that conversation from a guy's perspective. So we get into why guys ghost, how do you know if a guy is into you? what deems a girl crazy or not crazy, what are crazy behaviors, what is attractive. We go into a lot of different areas. And what's interesting is we are both dating Germans. So we basically are getting a German guy's perspective, even though we don't want to generalize, but it is interesting hearing a European guy's perspective dating North American girls. So stay tuned for the part two of that. But before we get into it, I wanted to announce a bit more about my From Chaos to Confidence course, some news. It's sold out, which I'm super happy about. But I keep getting messages every single day that people still want to join. So what I decided to do was actually open up enrollment, keep it open until the end of the six weeks. However, there's two caveats. The first is that The beta round price is only going to stay the beta round price up until our second call, which is this coming week on Thursday morning or Wednesday evening if you're in America. So Thursday morning for Australia, Wednesday evening for America, it will stay the beta round price. Now, if you want to join after that, the price is going to double. So that is because everyone that has joined now has paid the beta round price. I kept the group small. And so now if you want to be in round two or join this round later, you're just going to have to pay double the price because now it's moving out of beta and we're getting into the nitty gritty stuff. So that's the news. If you want to join, please shoot me an email, info at chelsearife.com or just DM me at chelsearife and we can sort you out. We're getting into everything from abundance, energy, money mindset, energy healing, the subconscious, the ego, how to manifest, how to shift your mindset, dealing with negative emotions, so many different areas that we're covering. That's what's going down in the six weeks. And don't forget that there's six guest workshops. So we have a manifestation expert coming on, a money mindset expert, a shamanic energy healer, a Reiki healer. We have so many people coming into this mix of girls and I'm so excited to share them with you because they're all badass. Like I'm so obsessed with the energy of this group. So if you feel like you want to join, don't miss out before the price doubles, which again is later this week. All right, with that, let's dive right into the episode. Guys just have this way of dealing with things or that thinking is so about things. Simple. Simple. It would blow your mind. So we're gonna come in and ask him a few questions for the pod. And by the way, I also texted the guy that I'm seeing and asked him a few questions that I can bring up. Okay, yeah, do that like now. He's while in we a different wait. time zone right now, so we are I'm gonna answer them um from text. Okay. Should I answer them now before yeah, Max comes in? Yeah. We'll do that. Okay, so I told him what we were doing. And by the way, Marley brought this point up. She's like, it's kind of amazing that you can even text him and tell him what you're doing and him not freak out. And I was like, you're right. I think eight months ago, if I would have told a guy that's that I'm seeing that I'm like recording a dating and relationships podcast, I would have been like, no, he's going to think I'm crazy. Like, we can't do that. Like, delete the episode. But I was like, I feel confident with him that I can talk about this. And if he were to be like, wow what are you going to talk about like that's crazy then i'd be like no we probably shouldn't be together mm-hmm. so that was just another like quick tidbit mm-hmm. but i asked him about advice that he would give 
to girls about guys and both from like a dating perspective and like arguing it, I wasn't really clear this goes back to being more intentional but I just <laughs> said give me some advice so he said we were talking about arguments and he said whenever there's an argument leave emotions out of it and once the argument is over to not talk about it again that's for both sides um, and then he also said let's see I said what advice would you have for girls that are dealing with fuckboys and have trouble setting their standards and we want to hear from a guy's perspective and he said you need to feel like there's some connection when talking to each other you just have to have the confidence to also get over it if you misjudge the guy and don't think that everyone that meets up with you is a fuckboy it helps me to only think about what the person actually said and not what she could mean by it or what she wants to achieve later on or so like just look at what the fact is Sometimes it also doesn't work out even after the first hookup, but that doesn't mean that the guy is a fuckboy. I was like, that's actually good advice. Wow, that's really good advice. Yeah, like we tend Nick. to label things just as like, oh, fuckboy didn't work out. And sometimes it's like, yeah. no, it just wasn't a match. Exactly. That's it. And actually, this is something I did want to bring up as well. I think there is a very big difference about dating different men from different places in the world. Yes. Because, 100%. like, like we've mentioned, like Chelsea's speaking to a German. I'm like dating a German. One of my best friends is dating a German, and like the way they they treat women is with so much respect, and like they're very level headed. They're very they're like you describe them as um a sour patch kid. Yeah, <laughs> which I it makes a lot of sense, and like it's like maybe some Germans you and this is obviously generalizing, but some right. Germans you might meet might be seem a bit cold and like. It's, off or something but right. they are the sweetest kind of men like i've ever met like i'm obsessed with like all my friends boys. german boys now. yeah like they're the sweetest they treat you, everyone so well but you know what too that i would add is like the guy i'm seeing like could have actually been a fuckboy to other girls mm. and max could have been a not a bad partner but it's like he could have actually been a different partner to someone else but because of the way you have set your standards and expectations that's why you're getting this version of him you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know that it's because he's German. Like, there is something to be said about yeah. them being German. But I'm like, I just don't think that every German guy is, like, a nice, sweet guy. It's like, True. Nick could actually be a fuckboy yeah. to other girls. But with me, he wasn't because I didn't let him be. Exactly. Which is what Renee was saying. Yeah, exactly. It's like, if you would have let Max walk all over you and do all these things, then you wouldn't be saying that. You'd be like, oh, Germans suck. They're all fuckboys. But because you're like, no, I have my own standards and this is how my relationship to go. It turned out that way exactly and you know what that's so interesting okay so yeah <laughs> maybe i shouldn't <laughs> say such generalizing things but i it is i don't think it's a coincidence that all my girlfriends like i think i just think different cultures actually bring different things to a relationship yeah, they, do. they look at things differently too yeah. like they look at dating differently they look at hookups differently and like i mean as it would be expected or you're from a different culture so of course yeah. you're gonna look at that stuff differently yeah okay so now we have my boyfriend max on the episode who i just talked about for like two hours so just keep that in <laughs> and it's kind of funny because when we first met you were like listening to the podcast and now you're on it so we brought a guy on um who happens to be my boyfriend <laughs> to get a men's opinion on some like commonly asked questions from females because it actually blows my mind how simple and easy guys think and we're like that meme where we're like calculating like a math equation <laughs> when something's going on and then they're just like 
the answer is just like one word yeah so it's like i just wanted to bring him on just because like i know even when my girlfriends ask me questions i typically just even like ask max i'm like okay wait what should she do about this so we have some questions but we're just probably gonna riff so basically i think a lot of girls want to know like how do you actually know when a guy is you know into you like how do you know when they're actually into you or they just they're either just in it for sex or they're not into you at all all right so i can basically just speak for myself so i cannot speak for all the guys out there but i would definitely say if if the guy likes if he likes you he wants to spend time with you he gives you attention otherwise it's just um yeah if if he if he's if he's not replying to your text if he doesn't want to hang out or anything it's like it's basic like he doesn't want to spend time he doesn't he's not into you so so like <laughs> <It's not into. laughs> but it's like it is as easy as that you know because i think sometimes when girls like if a guy doesn't reply to us or we they are like oh sorry just got home like can we do it like next wednesday a girl's like okay wait so like is he still into me but it's like basically as easy as like he's probably not into you right probably yeah i mean just think about like if, if you would be his best friend he definitely has time for you he's not postponing your meeting to next week so yeah can, I, can I add Nick's perspective too because he I asked him the same question yeah okay he said um it, what's funny is like you guys are like I don't even know how to answer because it's so simple that's like what he's saying he's like I don't even know how to answer this he's like I mean, as long as he wants to meet you and he wants to spend time with you, he's clearly into you. When he listens and doesn't just talk about himself and when he's interested in you and your stories. Okay, that's a really good point. And I think that's something, like, when I first met Max, I was like, wow, we actually, like, we hang out all the time. And, like, you'd be asking me to hang out. It wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, like, when's he going to ask me to hang out? I wasn't, like, worried or, like, it wasn't even, like, a thought on my radar. Where it's just, like, I knew, I, you basically you basically know they're interested and if they're if you're worried they're probably not interested if you're analyzing it you're trying to analyze it to make up an excuse to hope that they're interested yeah basically if he likes you you don't have to analyze anything like you know you know you know yeah which is probably some like harsh truth yes but i think like just seeing it it's it's really more obvious than a lot of people think it's not like it's not a question it's not texting all my friends what does this mean what does this mean it's like it's not like that it's just like very simple and straightforward and uh, yeah if you're questioning it i mean it's probably not it makes sense in the beginning i mean everybody's nervous in the beginning so you're gonna you're gonna have questions because you don't know the other person that well yet so even guys are nervous and talk to their friends but it's just after a while you don't have to like you should not question anymore you know like if you hang out sometimes you should get a feeling of what the other person feels for you and if you still have to question it uh, i think it's not working do you think girls like have the same or like guys have the same reactions as girls like get nervous and like don't know what to say or get like nervous on the first date and like nervous with first kiss or i think definitely thinking you're crazy like if if you ask Max to go to sushi and he's like, no, I don't like sushi. Are you like, oh, did I just piss her off? Like, does she not like me anymore? Cause I don't want to go to sushi. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I know what you mean. Okay. 
I would say we get nervous, but I think it depends on like not knowing what to say is probably also for me a sign that's not the right person. You know, when when you meet the right person, it just comes out of you. Kind of the words come out of you. You like uh, the conversation just keeps rolling because both just enjoy talking to each other. So if you don't know what to say, it's probably uh, not not the right pa- like not the lifetime the partner for the for a lifetime. What about like if you're nervous at the beginning though? Because I remember like Everybody's being nervous. Ne- with everyone you. is nervous. Yeah, I was yeah. fucking nervous. I was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was remember nervous yesterday and on the FaceTime call, and I was like, "We've already talked and like a million times." But like, yeah. not not in this setup. Like, it was like a new setup. It was for a you. new setup. It was yeah. a new experience. So, so you're nervous. I yeah. Think everybody's nervous when something's new. What mm-hmm. do you do like if you're nervous in a first date? Like, what do guys do? Like, I sweat. You sweat? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, like, your friends do? Like, would they be, like, outwardly nervous? Do they do, like, guy rituals? Because I feel like girls, like, call each other and, like, like what do text guys- you? We yeah. text our girlfriends in the middle of dates. We're like, yeah. okay, here's an update. Yeah. Do guys do that? Hmm. <laughs> no, probably. like, in, not in the middle of the date. Probably just, like, before maybe to- talking to your best friend. Like, hey, I'm going on a date, kind of nervous. And then... What's it, what would your friend say? Yeah, just, just relax like if she's cool it's gonna be fine it's like see <laughs> you so heard simple. it here first people <laughs> okay what are some other questions we can ask max about craziness and love languages okay yeah okay so did you know about you knew about love languages before we met no really no so you told me about it okay so i'm actually really happy we brought this up because I think the three of us can all agree, like, love language is something that you should, I wouldn't say 100% recommend. It's, like, a requirement that you do it with your partner because they can be showing you love in the way that they give love, but if you don't receive love in that way, then you can think they just hate you or, like, <laughs> that they like they don't care about you. So, for example, um, one of my, I, I know someone that his love language is acts of service, so you can look up the love language quiz. We can drop it in the um, in the comments below. Um, so you can do it, and you can do it with a partner as well. And I recommend that you both do it. And his love language was, you know, doing things, making dinner, um, cleaning the house, bringing home wine, whatever. But her love language was words of affirmation. So when he would come home and make dinner for her and just be like i have dinner ready and she's like why aren't you telling me i'm beautiful like mm. you waiting for that like that words of affirmation and it never worked with them because i mean they didn't and it wasn't until after i think that he did the quiz and looked back and was like holy shit like she didn't even know that like mm-hmm. i liked her because th- that's not how i received love and being honest like when me and max first met like Max's love language is quality time. And it's like, if you do the quiz, there's a percentage breakdown. And Max is like 99.99% quality time. But my love language is words of affirmation. And so I think that was something we had to navigate. To be like, just to be honest with him. Be like, Max, like, we spend so much time together. But like, in order to feel like fully, like, seen and heard and loved. Like, I do need you to like say how you feel to me and like was that hard for you okay to be honest before i knew about love languages i I was always kind of confused how to um either what i did wrong or other people did wrong because 
I always thought, okay, just spending time with a person, that's my way of, like, quality time, that's my way of showing and receiving love. Yeah. So I, w- I, I was always, okay, if I spend time with a girl, she must know that I like her because that's how I show it. But now knowing that there are other love languages out there, like, it completely makes sense and takes away a lot of confusion, so... Me and Chelsea are laughing because it's like it's so like cause, um once you know what it, it's easy yeah. once yeah. You, once once <laughs> somebody told you what you have to do it's so it's so easy I mean as a guy you know as for me I just want to spend time with somebody not I don't I I didn't think I need to tell anybody how much I'm into the person or how much I love Marley in this case but it it is quite simple so like not just spending time with her but just telling her that I love her or like something else <laughs> and I remember in the meeting and I remember having this conversation you'd be like like I'm spending every day with you like don't you know how I care about you and I'm like no because you've never told me you know I'm laughing because we're the same yeah his is quality time and mine's words of affirmation yeah and everything he was doing was quality time like spending all his time <laughs> with me like anything he was doing he he was abroad now and he like called me in the middle of a party like FaceTime me for two hours but because he hasn't like given me an affirmation i'm like does he is he actually into me yeah chelsea's like wondering yes (laughs) 100% (laughs) he's like but guys see it in such a literal like linear way yes whereas i think as women we for some reason look into things so much deeper and find a deeper meaning for things that don't need to be that way but i mean there's different love languages so i think Mm -hmm. there's five so there's words of affirmation quality time, physical touch, gifts, and is it acts, acts of service? service? Yeah. So definitely do the quiz because if you're in a partnership and you don't feel like it's fully aligned in that way, like I think it really obviously deepens the connection. And like, for example, Max's love language isn't words of affirmation, but we're in a partnership and like, so he wants to make me happy. It's not like pulling teeth for him to tell me like that he loves or like how he cares about me verbally it's not like the worst thing ever or is it ever? <laughs> no, it's, it's not the worst thing ever it's just it makes my life way easier exactly because he, we're in a partnership so he wants to make me happy and like i think when you have that conversation open that conversation i think guys just really just need that like direction guidance. of like yeah guidance i think you need the guidance too i think yeah. <laughs> not just, not just guys. No, no, no. Sorry, of course. So, like, wait, this is a good example. So, the other day, like, since Max is his quality time, um, we were going for this hike the other day, and, bef- like, on our way there, I was, like, on the phone with work and upset Max because his love language is quality time, but for me, I, like, wouldn't understand. It didn't, like, resonate. It didn't click of, like, like, we're spending quality time together, and I'm on the phone, so that upset Max. And, like... It's, like, knowing that that... Like, if I didn't know his thing was quality time, I'd be like, I'm just on the phone. Like, it just give me one second. You know what I mean? But it's, like, I know your love language is quality time, which rings true as, like, for me as it is words of affirmation. So, like, I could deal with it. And, like, I know how much that would, like, affect you. So, it's, like, little things, little tweaks you can make as you go along yeah. to just know someone deeper and build that connection more. And going back to how you give and receive, like... Like, I'm sure when you, I don't know if this happened with you guys, but, like, I know this has happened with multiple partners. Because I am words of affirmation, I try to give it that way, and it's not received that way, and then I'll get upset. Like, if I, like, text someone this super nice long thing, and they're like, oh, thanks, that's nice. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, you're not 
overjoyed to see this because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I would be overjoyed, like, crying reading these words. Yeah. But for them, they're like, that's not my love language. So it's like they're not taking it as seriously or, like, it's not as – I would take it personal and be like, wow, I guess they don't like me. And it's like, no, that's just actually not their love language because that's not the way they receive it. So you have to know what yours is so that you can tell your partner, but you have to also be willing to give their them theirs. And mm-hmm. they're not going to receive yours the same way. I think I'm really lucky because quality time is, like, the easiest one. I just have to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't have time, it's. I I think all are the same. I would say, you know, just I mean, telling you what I feel is quite easy. Giving somebody, making somebody, like a present or like an act of service can also be easy. I guess. Yeah. True. I guess just, if you care about that person, anything's easy. Yeah. I mean, long distance and quality time is quite difficult i guess mm, i used to be long distance and his was quality time and it was in the form of like facetime but same thing like if i was facetiming but then like doing other shit while i was facetiming he would be like this is our time together like can you like tune in not be like working and cooking and watching tv like i want one-on-one undivided attention so yeah if you're long distance quality time probably has to be like a very tuned in facetime okay and then we we're gonna ask a question about being crazy Oh, yeah. Okay, because I heard this on a podcast, and it, like, really clicked for me, where a guy was saying how girls have given each other this label of, like, don't text him, that's crazy. Like, no, you can't tell him how you feel, that's crazy. You can't you can't ask for that, that's crazy. And he's like, girls gave each other that label. Like, guys don't really use that. We started using it because girls started calling themselves that. And so I was wondering, like, when what would a girl actually do that's crazy? So I asked the guy that I'm seeing, and he said, well, there's a good crazy and bad crazy bad crazy is when there's a problem with every little thing that she could that could happen and she misinterprets everything and also when she's way too jealous good crazy is when she does things that surprise you in a good way or when she's crazy on the dance floor when she has crazy ideas for activities and does or does something that you wouldn't expect i really like that answer yeah that's like actually a good answer that's a really good answer do you have anything to add yeah i would say like this definitely a good like the good crazy, I would not call it crazy. Crazy sounds a little. I think it's bad. spontaneous. Yeah, probably. I mean, the bad crazy is like if you don't text back, she's shaving her head like Britney Spears. <laughs> you know, that's like the bad what crazy. <laughs> if they don't text back, she shave her head like Britney Spears. <laughs> that's like bad crazy. But yeah, he, I think Nick is right with good crazy. It's just, but it's not crazy if she has good ideas and like. Yeah. It's just. So, but would that be like a typical thing that would come up with like you and the boys of like. Oh, she's I would crazy. say I would say exciting. You know what I mean? Like mm. she's, she's not she's not crazy, but she's exciting. Like I I I'm know what you you're adventurous, so that's not crazy. You just like to do cool stuff, and I, it happens that I also do like to do that stuff. I mean, other pe- people prefer doing other things together. So, what would be an example? Of what Marley said: if you were with all your guys and like, dude, or when they say like this girl's crazy, like she's fucking crazy. What's an example? Oh, what's an example? I think it probably goes back to, like, the jealousy thing. Like, she's calling you 20 times in a row because she thinks you're, like, cheating on her. Or, like, yep. she's, like, accusing you of things that aren't true. because, And that's, like, it all stems, I think, from jealousy and insecurity. Yeah, like, all those negative attributes is, like, if she's too jealous, if she's, like... Okay, for my friends, if, if their girlfriends would call them, like, 10 times a night when we're out, like, just asking what, what he's up to and, like... That's like that's too much, but that's the same for guys. You you don't want that for guys either. So it's just bad habits 
insecurities. Yeah. yeah. Okay, very interesting. So you don't think it's let's this is a better question then. Because I think what we're trying to get at is like girls are allowed to set their own standards. So if a girl was like, hey, if Marley was like, when you guys met Max, I would like you to take me to sushi tomorrow. You wouldn't be like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> like you would like her and be like, oh yeah, let's do sushi. That's, I mean, that's a normal thing if she, I mean, if she would be like, hey, let's jump from the bridge on our first date. That might be a little crazy for me, but you know, other people would enjoy that and other people wouldn't, so. But like, girls are scared to ask for what they want, right? But why? Who, who's telling you that? It's, it's like, wh- okay, I, my question for you is actually, why do you ask other girls what to text a guy? Like, how does it, is a girl supposed to know what a guy wants to hear? <laughs> why don't you just ask like I mean why don't you just ask a guy like is, you know what I mean like okay well that's actually why we have you here yeah I think I mean I luckily don't do ask us girls if you're crazy like let the guys <laughs> decide if you're crazy or not this I think that's good advice actually mm. like I do have a really close guy friend and like when it would come to like asking questions about guys I would always ask him because he's and that's where I knew I'm like whoa guys really like have this most like He'd be like, simple. A plus B equals C. Yeah. Simple. Not like, oh, this was a sign, and if you took two hours, you meant this, but if you took three hours, you meant this. If you had an extra (laughs) exclamation, it meant this. It's like, (laughs) no. Like, it is what it is. Very, like, black and white, I feel like, with guys. It is. It really is. And I don't think it's... It's not confusing, actually, at all. No, we just make it confusing. I, I don't think we are. I mean, there are different, probably, guys out there who overthink a lot, but... Yeah. I mean, it's hard to generalize because I was like, yeah. before, earlier I was generalizing about Germans. I'm like, they're the best. But it's like, <laughs> we happen to meet three amazing Germans. And I think amazing guys because we showed up. Showed up. If you ask people 70 years ago, they would not say Germans <laughs> are the best. But, <laughs> but we were talking about, like, don't you think, like, Marley set a standard for herself that you were like, I'm happy to meet you at that standard and, like, agree to this it's like almost like a contract like I'm agreeing to your terms and you're agreeing to my terms let's sign the contract yeah I mean she knew what she wanted in a guy and I'm kind of lucky to be that guy right now and she's what I'm looking for in a girl so that it's like what you're saying it's a contract you meet yeah like you liked each other's terms and you agreed you weren't like whoa like asking too much here you know what I mean it's like no I'm happy to meet you there because that's what you want out of a partnership yeah, and when you raise your vibrations like in your self worth and everything the person that meets you there happens to also have the same self worth yes. so when you meet each other again it goes back to like we actually talked a lot about this when we first started dating it was like we really want to be with someone who has a full cup and I've mentioned this a bunch of times but I think it's so important because you're coming at the relationship and two plus two or one plus one equals three it's not like you know i'm relying on max for certain things like obviously i love him dearly and like we do he does add to my life and i rely on him for certain things but it's not like deep insecurities that he's fulfilling for me which would cause like an imbalance in the relationship i think and i can give an example so people can understand my last relationship i was making way more money than my ex i was traveling more but i was like having such a happy life and he took that as you're showing off, you're trying to throw things in my face, you think you're better than everybody. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, I, if I had met someone that was on my level, and like on the same page, we would have been doing those things together. Yeah. But because there was this, like you said, he was not a full cup and I was, that it's like I almost started emptying my cup to match him mm, because I was yeah. like, I have to stop doing these things because he thinks that I need to be like, misery loves company. Like, I need to join him down at the bottom. 
and that's when you know it's not a good relationship because now going back to the very beginning now you're changing everything about yourself to meet the other person instead of like no we're both whole and complete and we're just adding instead of both like depleting each other of our qualities that's a really good point and like i actually have a question so like if there's a girl out there who you know she might be listening to this and be like you know what i think i am making myself too available maybe i am too desperate like how what advice would you give to her to you know like really call in a guy who's going to respect her and like really want to like respect her and follow her and court her and how what are attributes that she could start channeling that would that are really attractive to guys that maybe things that she could do just to like you know help her raise her self-worth and know that she's loved and know that she's deserving like what are things that guys and it doesn't even have to be for guys just for her sake yeah okay i don't know if it's doable for everybody i think everybody should start loving themselves and have like some self-worth because if you're fine by yourself like nothing can actually happen you can still go out to a bar and go back alone like home alone and you're still fine and you're not crying because you you didn't get find anybody that night and if pe- people i don't know how like we talked about that but pe- somehow you can see if somebody is desperate and you can see if somebody is not desperate and the person who's not desperate definitely is more attractive than the desperate person so it's just like everything that's inside of you comes out like and people see that so if if you're desperate and you don't love yourself yeah that's the thing so probably before you start looking for somebody else to make your life better maybe make it make your life better like by yourself kind of that's really good advice Mm -hmm. and you know what like just as like an expander and like as proof like when i went went out the night i met max i was not looking for anyone when chelsea went out the the night that she met the guy that she was looking for she wasn't looking for anyone and i know when you were going out it's not like you were looking for someone at the bar the thing is when you're looking for somebody you already show like you have that desperate energy because you you kind of need somebody else to make your night great if you're just going out with your friends having fun your friends are always there you're always there fun is gonna happen at some point so you don't need anything else so that's it Mm -hmm. i feel most you you meet the best people probably if you don't expect it yeah low expectations for the night always are the best nights and i'm just thinking about desperate energy too it's like flipping it around if the guy was super desperate and you were the girl how unattractive would that be like if he's like what are you doing where are you let's hang out let's do this i'm at your door let's do it you'd be like can you like relax and i also think you don't want to be anybody's savior and create a dependent relationship like yeah. i don't want to be with someone that's like wow you my life sucked before you and now you're like the light of my life and uh, because now i have a lot of pressure on me to be like holy shit i always have to be this person's like savior instead of like oh no he's complete if something happened we would be fine instead of oh my god i have all this pressure to like keep up this like yeah big grand image that he has of me you know that actually brought up something for me and this is like i don't even know if i've told you this but before i met max and like i think it was like in december i called my coach at the time and i was like this is when i share my journey of like i'm ready to meet this person like what do i need to do and i remember saying to her i'm like i just really want to find home in someone because i'm like i don't have a home like I don't, like, in Canada, I don't fully feel at home there. I don't fully feel at home in Australia. So I was, like, looking for that in a person. And she's like, Marley, you can't, like, you can't 
expect someone to be home for you. Like, you can't ask that of someone. Um, you can't just, like, like, that's, that's, like, not the way to go about it. Because you can't just expect someone to be home for you. It's too much pressure for them. And she's like, you just need to make home in yourself. And I was like, mic drop. And then that's when I think I really started doing the work. That's when all, everything came out when I was like, okay, yeah, I need to do the work. And, like, that's when I, I mentioned it earlier, but I was just, like, falling in love with myself and loving myself and, like, being so happy where I was in my life that when I met Max, it was, like, Max just added. It wasn't, like, like, we came together and we're, like, better for each other. It wasn't, like, that's... Max became your you, you, you yeah. did not need me and I... Sounds mean, but I did not need you. Just We just added up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think that's why it, it worked because there's no, like, <laughs> like pulling taking tit for tat all this like chasing it was just like we're together actually because we want to be not because it's like filling some sort of void or self-worth or insecurity yeah i mean it sounds like we're completely perfect yeah no i did mention (laughs) (laughs) i guess we are not it's it's a process yeah it's like we're still learning like even though i said like even though we're in a relationship now like there's still things that come up all the time i'm not i'm not fully woke things still trigger me all the time but i think because we're on this we're in that we're a teammate so it's like we work through these things together we would be already perfect i guess yeah yeah and i think you always work through that like my parents have been married for 30 years but my mom's like there's stuff now that you wouldn't even think about would be an argument that become arguments like yeah that you just don't plan for it when you're young and in relationships but she's like it's like the same as we talk about with business and money it's like new levels new devils like you guys are gonna get past something and then something else is gonna come up and then you're gonna get past something but the goal like you said you have the same goals you're working towards the same vision so you're happy to resolve it you're not trying to you're not letting your egos get in the way of being like i'm gonna be right for the sake of being right it's like no i want to actually just resolve it so i don't really care who's right and wrong i just want to move forward exactly okay so what other questions do you think girls would have for like guys that like come up all the time hmm. i'm trying to think of like i'm trying to think of like eight months ago chelsea like what would i have wanted to know is there anything else you asked nick about like just um we kind of asking about like fuck boys and like how to set standards I think that's just a big thing that I want to like clear is that just as much as you're the you think the guy's evaluating you like you should be evaluating the guy as well and like not as scared to set that standard I'm trying to think of what I would ask a guy maybe like why do some guys ghost I think that's probably a big thing that a lot of girls have questions okay I think I'm I think I don't know the answer here because um, I don't know if my friends ghost. I, that's, I haven't talked to my friends about that. And Maybe Germans don't ghost. No, but they probably they, they definitely do. I just... Wait. Do I have friends who ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard... I heard one guy say on a podcast because look at ghosting as like the guy is dumping himself for you. So instead of taking oh. it so personally, it's like he just dumps him himself for you, and that like really helped. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna take it so personally anymore. Like he was actually a coward. Yeah. And thank you for dumping yourself so that I didn't have to like do it. Exactly. Like, oh, that's a nice way to look at really? it. Do you think like the guys that you hang out with have an effect on like your relationship? Definitely. Like your fr- like guy your friends definitely influence you. If you hang around with people like who don't respect women you're also not gonna respect women 
it's like you know what like when, when you when you have like a bunch of friends who are just like treating other girls like like shit it's hard for you to like not do the same you it, it's like kind of like peer pressure mm-hmm. you you act like your friends around you i guess I so mean, didn't didn't you and nick have that kind of like he was here with his friends right mm-hmm. and didn't they also put like a little pressure on him like when he was spending time with you kinda? yeah in the beginning but he got out of, he got out of it yeah i'm gonna say it there's probably a point where you're like i'm not gonna let my friends influence me which yeah. is what happened with him where he's like i don't care what they say like i'm gonna work this out with you which is also how you know a guy is into you <laughs> yeah i was like i wonder if he's into me i was like <laughs> he's actually talking to his own brother and friend being like i'm not gonna let you like talk shit about our relationship where there's other guys like I know family members who have done this where their their friends have influenced them so much that they have ended relationships because they're like you're right we got to be out and single and hook up with people and do our own thing and then my it was my brother and then he realized he's like why would I do that like I love my girlfriend yeah like, why did I break up with her but it's because he was hanging out with so many guys that were like out partying going out hooking up that it's like yeah you do kind of become them like if you're the only person in the group with a serious girlfriend it's hard to like you can Maintain lose your it. friends if you mm-hmm. if you don't do the same thing they do. Like, I mean, probably for you guys is like when you're, like, let's say you have like three f- best friends and they all get like pregnant and have babies, you can out like you can, yeah. you can you don't have anything to talk with them about when they just want to talk about babies, right? And you're like doing your own business. It's like the same thing, kind of. Yeah, we've even experienced that where people have said things that like, oh, you're hanging out with your boyfriend all the time now, or this is like didn't know you were like gonna it's like yeah because i have a new like life yeah that's the easiest thing probably to say single and relationship being single and in a relationship is always the first thing that's kind of splitting friendship Mm. so if you meet a guy and and you meet their friends and they're all like cheating on their girlfriend like just like out till 6 a.m yes talking smack about girls like kind of like womanizers is that a red flag it's hard to say like in, in Chelsea's case yeah, mine was Nick turned towards like her and like not towards his friends so yeah. I would not say it's a red flag I mean you I mean the thing is you can often you can say how a person is with the people they surround themselves with mm-hmm. so if you if your best friends like if he's saying like okay these are my best friends for the last 20 years and they're all as a bunch of assholes you can you can kind of tell maybe mm-hmm. what's what's going on, you know. Like, I mean, th- same for you. Like, if you're around mean girls the whole time, and I don't know what they do, but <laughs> you kind of have to like that that character yeah. in order like to be their friends. Like, we don't hang out with girls. You're talking about this, the language you use. Like, yeah, we're not. We now don't hang out with girls that are talking about like broke and every guy's a fuckboy and an asshole and everyone's out to get them it's like we don't hang out with people like that so we don't act like that because we don't want that in our lives yeah right yeah okay i have another question so what do you think guys find like most attractive in girls well i'm gonna ask this question okay most attractive it can be a few things (laughs) okay we're just going by like characteristics not not not, not by we're not, yeah, not talking about tits. looks <laughs> we're, okay, <laughs> we're not talking about looks okay um i think humor okay if i mean i'll be diff- different for every guy but like d- from, okay I, okay maybe i just talk for myself then 
okay humor like if if you can take a joke but also make jokes i think that's that's a big thing and then i like independence because like what chelsea said otherwise it can be a lot of pressure if you have to um make the make, make her life better mm-hmm. um if she's like in independent do- doesn't mean she doesn't want you or like she doesn't love you just saying she can she can take care of herself but like she's a full cup what you said yeah i like that um adventurous is a good thing for me i mean depends on on your own interest so i'm adventurous so i want somebody who's also adventurous if you're creative or like into music and you find another person who's also enjoying the same music you do that's probably the thing yeah so i like talkative actually mm-hmm. but also i think that comes with same interest so if you don't share the same interests, there's nothing you can talk about and then the other person doesn't seem talkative right but if you share the same like having a good conversation is, is key I, f- I find it goes back to quality time yeah probably yeah. and words of affirmation mm. you like that no, I'm saying. Oh, oh, it goes back. <laughs> like, <laughs> like groundbreaking news on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I just like a kind soul, you know, like not not. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> that's that's what 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 I like. Just nice people, you know, like not not being mean to anybody else on on purpose and stuff. It's just yeah. Not bitchy. <laughs> yeah, no, like you can, right, not bitchy, or like respectful, but still having like enough self love, not not to let other other people. Like not gossiping. Tre- like you don't. I yeah. never talk to you where you're like constantly talking shit about people. Like that would be really unattractive. That's, that's yeah. like negative. Yeah, just I don't want negative talk around. Mm-hmm. Or if you were just like, ew, that girl's so ugly. Like oh, look at that guy's shorts. Ew, that girl's disgusting. That would be like very unattractive yeah just as it would be for a guy to say well i think it just shows your insecurity yeah and then guys pick up on that i guess i just want independent and strong person you know just step up for yourself and then also be nice to other people and i think it goes to say something like you know when you go when you're dating someone and you go to a party and there's like like a barnacle they can't like go mingle or like like babysit babysit them i think it's really attractive quality when like your partner or whoever it is can like go and have like their own conversations and like you don't have to be like babysitting them the whole time if you're at like a party yeah yeah, definitely i don't know why i just said that (laughs) that's true though (laughs) i think it just goes off independent i feel like i feel like guys really like that yeah i mean let's not generalize it yeah so hard not to i know yeah i guess a lot of guys would agree on that Okay, yeah. I mean, maybe some some guys out there are looking for girls with daddy issues and they they need help, but that's, that's m- probably more like taking it's more like taking yeah. advantage of her. But yeah, I would say if you're serious about a girl, you want like a strong partner. Or if we were right now, if we were all very insecure people, it's like yeah, an insecure guy would love to have a girl that's like clinging to him. Yeah, because that would boost his ego. So he, that would be a different conversation. It's like trauma bonding. Yeah. Um, that's something that I also learned about when I was doing this whole soul searching thing. Like trauma bonding is a thing. It means like when you meet someone and you have a similar trauma, your traumas connect to each other and feed off each other. And that's your connection. It's like 
you have this bond together over trauma, which isn't necessarily healthy. Right. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for coming on, Max. Yeah. Should we You're wrap welcome. this up? Let's wrap this up. I asked Nick what his oh. final answer was for what do girls, what do guys find most attractive in girls, and he hasn't answered. Oh, okay. So if he does, we'll keep in the we'll put in the comments. What you guys posted. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for tuning in. We did leave you with a movie series documentary <laughs> next Netflix episode. I wish we had a video going because we're in quite the podcast studio right now. Um, thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. And we hope this brought you value and helped you in any way. Please share with anyone if they're dating the same guy or the same things keep happening to them. And hopefully this episode will help them you know, expand their mindset and hopefully can bring in that partner that's everything on their list. Charles, do you have any last words? No, I think this is super helpful. And I think um, just remember that like timelines and love, like there's no set rules. Like we said, like you met Max two weeks later after you set your thing. I met the person I like a week later after I hooked up with someone that I hated. Yeah. So like it doesn't have to be this long drawn out years long thing. And changing your beliefs like will change your whole perspective on dating mm. max what are your last words i don't have anything else to add <laughs> <laughs> okay well thanks so much guys for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week wait quickly added we just hit pause and nick responded he thinks confidence is the most attractive thing in a girl and he's continuing to type okay wait Please hold. Yeah, one more thing. Okay, wait, just one more thing. He said confidence. Wait, Charles, take it away. I asked him, what do you guys find most attractive in girls? And he said confidence probably, but not like girls who think they're always right. I mean, confidence to be able to apologize and confidence to not take everything personal. It's hard to describe. Okay, that is our last point. (laughs) There you have it. We hope that helped. Well, there you have it. Two guys' perspectives on dating North American girls, but generally just giving us advice on how to be more independent, just stand in your worth, not really care what anyone thinks, just doing you, and that's what's most attractive. I hope that's what you got out of this episode. It's just doing you, being fully yourself, being independent. That is what is attractive. So if you enjoyed this, go follow Marley at MarleyRoseHarris or at RoseDesigns.co and listen to her podcast, Rose Radio. You can follow me at Chelsea Reif or email the podcast, hello at inmynonexpertopinion.com. There's also a podcast Instagram at nonexpertopinionpod. And if you found value, please leave a rating or review and subscribe. That helps so much. That's basically a podcaster's form of payment. So we would really appreciate it. And with that, I will see you next week.